The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast are those of the host slash guest and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any of BXR entities and those they represent. What's up? What's what? What's what? You are back another Thursday at seven. Always like heaven with the girl chase world, the Empress Lady Cake Mix. And I'm all up in the mix on this Thursday. How y'all been loving this weather? Mm, I've been loving it. It's been a little chilly, a little cold, but I'm liking a blast of sun and all of that warming up my body. I just am. The day I just stood out in the sun and I just embraced it y'all just closed my eyes and was like you know what i'm soaking this in this is feeling good this is feeling lovely but then of course the chill came all on my back up on my neck and i was like let me get on out of here um but what's up y'all i'm glad that y'all are joining me on another thursday y'all know how i go hit me up in the chat to let me know that you are up in here just simply say hey show me some love you know the phone lines are going to be open so make sure you give me a call you know y'all love to have me up in here talking to myself uh, <laughs> well hopefully i'll be talking to someone else and of course i got marnie up here always the one in the background got my back through be exposed radio. So let's see if I can get something talking to get him to um to come through. You know how that be. You know, I say I intentionally agitate sometimes, but no, if anyone knows me, they just know I'm a fun, joyous person. And it's things that I like to talk about. And I really, really do like when people um have conversations. A lot of people may call it a debate, but it's just something about it. I love conversations. I love conversations. I love people communicating and being able to comprehend and understand one another. I I live for that. That's how I live for y'all, right? You gotta live. So you know what I do? I started off giving first all glory and honor to our Father God. God, thank you. Thank you for bringing us through almost another week, oh Father God. As many people, oh Father God, that were here last Thursday that are not here this Thursday, oh Father God. I ask, oh Father God, you send, oh Father God, strength and Oh my goodness, strength and healing and understanding to their families, everyone who is grieving, those who are sick, oh Father God. Oh Father God, we are weary. We're still going through, but we thank you. We thank you for keeping us, oh Father God, never forsaking us, never leaving us. We trust in you because we know that you know all and you see all. And oh Father God, continue to walk with us each and every day. Thank you. Amen. 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 I'm telling you, y'all. Stuff has really been really topsy-turvy, what they call it, tipsy-turvy, toxic, however you want to give it, because I'm telling you, life has definitely been lifing on this side over here, and quite a few people that I know that are just trying to live life, make it through each and every day, you know, you better live, are going 
through. It just seems like, and it's not on Ronnie because every Thursday when I come in here, it seems like I know. It'd be that same type of message, right? Like people is going through whatever, but that is life. That's really what is going on. And that's why I feel like this is really part of my purpose to come on here and tell y'all, you better live. Oh my goodness. If I can just call off some things um, from people, you know, I get on here and tell my business, man. I don't want to tell everybody business, but I know a few people, you know, that I just was talking to, following up with, who have lost people real dear and near to them. As we always come through on here, you know, I get the shout outs for the birthday shout outs. I don't know anyone's birthday. Oh yeah, Miss Mother Tari's birthday just passed um, March the 1st. Um, one of my cousins, March the 3rd. The Pisces is up in the building. Um, but with all of that being said, it is a lot of people transitioning to y'all. It is a lot of people that are transitioning. There's a lot of people that are falling ill, falling sick, a lot of people. And I mean, really like treacherous stuff. I've been viewing on Facebook, people that I communicate on there. One lady um, had an aneurysm. Thank God she made it through. I was trying to follow up about one of my childhood friends, Shadonna, when I know she fell ill. Um, really badly last year, at the end of last year, or what was I think it was in the middle, uh, but trying to follow up or in regards to that, it's just a lot of people that are falling ill, really serious stuff, just anything, the body is just so crazy, that's why I say anything can happen anytime, any moment, and you really got to be grateful, if you're waking up each day in your right, bi right body, because <laughs> it's your body, right, so it better be right, don't get me wrong, but right mind, right sound body, and sound, um, <laughs> I correct myself up sometimes, y'all, I do, and laughter feeds the soul, and I'm trying to do that, well, I have been doing that all over the place more so lately, because like I said, I got some things going on and it's always something going on. And it's like, you be at the point where it's too much going on for that to be going on. So I'm avoiding all foolishness, but at the same time, I have a lot going on. I know a lot of people who have a lot going on and it is just a lot. Uh, so the point <laughs> that I was basically ma making was that if you are waking up each day, and you have a sound mind, your body is still able to function. You can still move about, think. You have all your senses. You can see, smell, taste, hear. Oh, be grateful. So that's kind of is what has been keeping me going. I'm starting that every morning with like my affirmations. I keep on reminding myself of that. As I'm telling y'all that I'm going through I just keep reminding myself like, oh, I woke up. So whatever I'm feeling, whatever I'm thinking, even though at this moment, it might not be all good right now, it's gonna be all right. Cause I can see, I can smell, I can taste, I can hear, I can touch. And I'm gonna use what I got <laughs> to continue to encourage and touch the world. Well, what's up, what's up, what's what, what's what, you know it is. Your news, our views. I do got a couple of things to talk about tonight. My topic is making history. And how many times to I had to come on here and tell y'all, like, I had this guest, this bomb guest, this whole thing set up. But hey, things be happening, life be life in. So you get me and you, because you're here. You're my guest for tonight. So make sure, let me know you're here. Holler at me on the phone, 443-642-9401. 
three. But the making history um, part, what I was going to touch on is that I'm realizing and going through things. I've been having a lot of time to sit around, a lot of time to think to myself or even with others. And everything that we are experiencing right now and we are living, everything that we're able and blessed to be witness is going to be history one day. You know, like I think about life and death and I and I just be thinking about the years like, oh, yeah, 3000. I'm not going to be here. And in making history. A wise soul told me before, and I actually had him on as a guest of my show before, Baba M. Hotel. One day I just ran into him and at the NL conversation, he said, what are you doing? Because legacies are being made. And I was thinking with all of this going on. Y'all know we just came out of Black History Month. You know, right now it's Women's History Month. Shout out to my sister Keisha who did this beautiful um, like collage tribute at the start of the month for me and a few other queens. Not a few, a bunch. And it was some powerful sisters too because a few is three. Um, shout out to her. But with all of this going on, I'm like, you know what? I'm 40. I'm still trying to find my way. <laughs> I know a lot of y'all are probably in that same way, right? Like you're always feeling like you're in your way, but you're trying to find your way. So right now I'm exploring new endeavors, new opportunities, new things, far as what I want to do um, career-wise and everything else like that. But in making history and in my legacy and in thinking like the years are going to come and I'm not going to be it. Like I want to be remembered. You know, my son just did a tribute for Black History with Bob Marley. I think I shared that with y'all last week. And there's things like that. You know, like our family is going to transition. I'm going to transition. We all, that's life. That's the reality of it is that I'm going to die. But I don't, I know that the spirit lives on and never dies. So I pray that my spirit and everyone who is watching, everyone who is already transitioned, that their spirit reigns forever. But I want to be remembered. I want to be in history, Chastity Dorsey. You know, I want someone mimicking me in a, uh, <laughs> what is it? Like in a, a tribute and different things like that. So I know with life, they say, don't put a time frame on it and for your accomplishments and what you can do because you never know. But I'm like in that runt, y'all. I'm like in that runt. Like, how am I going to make history? And not necessarily, I'm exaggerating, y'all. So let me kind of go back a little bit when I say I'm exaggerating. Like, it's not more so the point that I have to be, like, in the book. <laughs> or I do need somebody dressing up as me, a Halloween costume or anything else like that. But I guess the point I'm trying to make is right now in my life, I'm trying to focus where I am really making history. Like, and I'm trying to make sure that I'm doing everything in a way that this is my legacy. This is going to be my legacy, my kids. It just feels like Yo, time and the way things been coming and the way people just been leaving here in a way I've known people had just been feeling sick, you guys. This has just really been on me. And I'm like, I just feel like I wasted like so much time. So much time. So much time dwelling on stuff that does not even matter. Right? And I still feel like I have so much time left, but I'm really trying to be constructive and productive 
in the way that I use my time. In the way that I use my time, because if I'm not doing that to make history, it's history. Like the day is literally history before you even get the day started or half of the stuff that you need to do or in your life. So every day since I've been like going through, not since just now, because I always had these type of moments. Like I got to do something. I got to, I got to always have those moments, no matter what I'm doing. <laughs> I always feel like, and I'll be drained. I'll be exhausted. Come on now. And I know it's somebody out here listening or someone who can definitely relate. And this is definitely your situation too. I know I'm not the only one, right? But I always feel like I need to be doing something more. Something more. I can be taught. I can be in the midst of doing something. Running around, feeling like I ain't got time. Like it needs to be 10 of me instead of just one. And I'm still in my mind thinking, dang. Am I using my time to the best of my ability? You know, like while I'm in the midst of something, even though I'm doing it, I just feel like I'm not getting as much accomplished as I would like to. And that's why a lot of times when I begin tasks, when I get started in tasks, right there at that moment, and people trip off of me about this at work, any job that I have, like, I feel like I got finished. You know, you'll be around people. Y'all be doing like, girl, we can touch this. We can worry about this tomorrow. I'll be like, no, I want to finish. <laughs> I'll be in that building two, three in the morning, you know, especially when we used to do without nonprofit, our giveaways and everything. Like, no, I need to finish. Be up in the mid hours, all of that. I got to finish. When I was a youngster in the marching band, no, I got to finish. Up late at night, making fun people. Girl, I'm going to sleep. I can do this in the morning. But I just always had that in me, no, I just need to finish. But they say never put off something tomorrow that you can finish today. And I guess I've kind of lived by that motto my whole life. Well, that's what my spirit kind of thrives with. But then I also have those moments, and I know y'all do as well, that say chill, chill, be still. You are doing what you can with what you got where you are. But I always do feel like that, y'all. Like, I need to be doing so much more. Like, I just want to be a, more of an impact. <laughs> Not only in my life, in my children's life, and other people's life that I be able to embrace, people that I'm blessed to make connections with. I just be like, I want to do more. I want to do more. I want to do more. And I'd be feeling like I ain't doing nothing. And then I had those moments where, of course, you get that confirmation in your spirit, like you're doing fine. So it's all of that for me. I know I'm not the only one. That anxiety, that anxiety crap, that second guessing yourself, thinking that you can be doing better or be doing more with your time. I know I'm not. I know I'm not. So even if you're not looking at this right here live with me, hopefully you'll look at it when it shows up, when it's timelines, when it's being recorded, and at least you can come through and say, I agree. Can't comment to me. I won't see it, but I don't know. I think the comments off. I think you can't make comments. But hopefully if you're anything like me, you be talking to the screen like, girl, yes, 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 and definitely understand what I'm saying. <laughs>
definitely understand what I'm saying. So here in Baltimore, let's get to talking about some of the things that I wanted to bring up tonight. Y'all know I do my what in the world and my what in a what. Unfortunately, I don't have my notes on my side. I usually do, but that's why it's all good. I can go from the head as big as this head is. I can go from the brain because <laughs> as big as this head, <laughs> this head is, it's definitely all up in there. Because usually what I do when I am preparing for the show, I'll write down my notes or I like to read. I like to read. I'm learning that way. But in order to really soak it all in, I'll write down different points that I want to bring up so it can really kind of be locked in my head. Unfortunately, because everything that's going on, and I told you it's always kind of topsy-turvy, I didn't really get to do that tonight. But I'm going to talk my talk, and I know a lot of times y'all done probably seen some of the same things that I've seen. So y'all know what I'm going to be talking about, right? These things that's going on in Baltimore. Unfortunately, first thing I have to mention is, of course, a tragedy, another school shooting, you guys. Um, young brother Isaiah over Patterson High School was killed um, this week in the park. Um, very so sad, so sad. Every time I come on the show in my beginning prayer, I'm giving definitely prayers out to those people that have to go through that. And then when I'm talking about different topics, I give that same, send that same love, send that same energy, send that same light because it's just a mess that it keep on happening. I seen a family of Mr. Dorsey, who was the high school student up by Emerson who got killed, made a statement on our behalf um, to this, to this new, to this, not new, but to this other young brother over at Patterson um, being killed so senselessly. And it brings me to the discussion because, you know, a couple of times I've been talked on the show, you know, we say you can't blame the mayor all by himself. You can't blame the police by himself. And you can't blame the citizens all by themselves. But the point that we be trying to make is that it's really going to take us as a community and the people in the community to really step up. Like, yeah, Mayor Brandon's got said that he will reduce the crime. But one person can't do it by themselves, y'all. They can't. That was going to be his focus, but he need us. And they do have some things that's in the making that they are working on. Yes, down in Annapolis and even here that hopefully can decrease a lot of this crime, make it decrease. But the thing that's going here in Baltimore that I seen was far as like the awards, like for the witnesses. Originally, I think it was $2,000. It increased to $8,000. But now they have this initiative where when people speak out or witnesses the crime or can call and give tips and it leads to an arrest or even a family uh, being victimized, like in that situation with Mr. Dorsey, his, when he was killed, I think some weeks later, uh, after the young suspect was caught, allegedly their house was shot up. It, it's just a mess. It's just a mess how things be happening. But they are working on it in regards to trying to make funds available for more people to be willing to speak out, be more willing to cooperate with the police when incidents do happen to the extent of like moving them financial support in that regard, like moving them to another area. Um, that's actually 
with one of the programs that I came off of when I told you I left that job, um, was trying to do, but it was for a specific group of individuals, individuals who already identified as um, high risk to be a victim of gun violence or high risk to be a suspect or perpetrator of gun violence. Um, but this plan that they're trying to bring about here in Baltimore for the witnesses is for, for victims of crime or, or just a witness to crime so people can be more willingly, more willing to participate. So we'll see if that'll go through, but I think it will give, you know, more of a incentive and hopefully people will begin to do something and not sit around and just push the fingers or point their fingers at Mayor Brandon Scott and the Baltimore Police Department. Because we already know what our issues are, right? <laughs> with the mayor and with the police department, all of us going to have different feelings, but my encouragement is if you're feeling some way about it, do something about it, okay? If you see something, say something. You know, we have this philosophy here in Baltimore, no snitching. How many times have I talked about that before? Oh, don't snitch, don't snitch, and everything else like that. But we ain't talking about snitching. We ain't talking about telling on somebody when y'all was breaking law, you telling on them so you can get less crime and get out of trouble. No, we're talking about actually witnessing someone kill your people, no of it and not say anything and then for some type of way when it's on your doorstep. So they are working on that. I was shocked to see because I didn't even remember uh, when that shift from that 2000 to that 8,000 took place uh, far as being a witness. And if your information led up to an arrest, you would get $2,000, but now it's $8,000. So it did take a significant leap on what they are willing to give for that information to get in the rest. It did take a significant leap. But in addition to all of that, this idea that they have in reference to that, where they're going to be trying to work on moving the families and relocating them and different things like that, I think that's awesome. Now, seems like a lot of money, but if that is what it definitely takes, then that is what it takes. I mean, and we got to be extravagant to show that we ain't playing about crime and look they want to sell because we can move them or whatever else like that that's different that's what i'm saying snitching in the right to me like i said if you're breaking the law and then all of a sudden you get caught and you want to tell on everybody else so it can lessen your time or you do no time yeah that's snitching but if you are a witness of a crime that kill somebody and, and and people the culture here has been so weird we know it'll be your people because these people that's killing people is not just people out here by themselves they people family members people sons their daughters they and not saying that when people are suspects or they go and do this crime like their family know all the time but a lot of times they do they do and they don't say nothing. A lot of times, you know, they help them hide. They take up for them. A lot of times, they do. That's just that culture here. That same culture falls with like the snitching culture, and how I think that it's twisted, and what people consider um, snitching. But again, they are raising that this young man got killed over here, Patterson, over here the other day. 
another topic that I wanted to, not topic, but just a point I wanted to bring up about that because, of course, when we were talking about that blaming game and that pointing the fingers, it went back again to the schools. Are our kids really safe in these schools? What could have been done as far as with the school police? Of course, you know, they always read and miss. What's her name? Miss Rice. I always forgot her name. Miss San Diego. Whoever her name is. <laughs> that is the superintendent of the Baltimore City Public Schools. But of course, they were reading her. They were reading the mayor. It got back to that point. The same thing. And it's just like, it's taught of the cycle. And all of this stuff that's happening is going to be history. It's going to be written somewhere. It's documented somewhere. And people years from now is just going to be reading all this food. And just like we read other books or account of different situations. And I'm like, I'm just really, see, I be, I be thinking so deep sometimes that I think I get too deep. No, you can never get too deep, but I be getting lost in my thoughts, y'all. <laughs> in my thoughts, but I'm not lost, okay? I'm woke, and that's what I thank God for, that I'm not lost. And I'm telling you, you get so deep sometimes, it, it'll, it'll make you think you're crazy. Not crazy, but you can go crazy thinking about all of this stuff that I be thinking about. So over in the school, of course, when this incident, this terrible, horrendous thing once again has happened. And things like this are not just happening here, worldwide, right? Children getting killed by schools. Outside of the schools, in the schools, people shooting up the schools. But here, after this incident, following it, of course, people are pointing fingers. Are kids really safe? You know, of Emerson, when they left out the school, they pointed the fingers to the businesses. And a lot of people pointed the fingers at the school and everything else like that, too. They did. And as I'm saying that all of this stuff continues to happen, it'd be the same thing. It'd be the same thing. Like people do the same thing with their point fingers. But what are we really doing? What are we really doing? Like, see, that that's common. Children leaving school. Come on now. I was hooking. You was hooking. Your grandmother was hooking. And probably even your great-grandmother. My mother always told me a story that when they were in school, they were actually allowed to leave for lunch and come back. I then talked about to different people when people was going to school and they was on a work study and they left school at different times and certain times. What's not, that's normal stuff, right? That's normal stuff. That's what kids do. Like, yeah, our parents thought that we was in school and we wasn't. We was cut and we snuck out. We were the same way we were supposed to be in the class, but we were cut in the school, right? We wouldn't go to that class. We would be in the school. We would be cutting. And different things can happen. See, that's normal stuff. But what blows me is the fact what's not normal is that kids not supposed to keep on just dying, being on a lot on the playground, behind the school, on the side of the school. Regardless, even if they supposed to have been in the school and they out there, 
that's not normal for that to happen, for them to just be out there and whatever occurred and someone pull out another child or whoever, because I really don't know any facts involving that. But we know with the situation up Emerson, it was a, a youth that shot another youth. So that's what's not normal about it. That's not supposed to be happening. What's normal is kids do that. Kids cut school. They hook up in the lots. They hook up down at the corner stores. Kids cut class in class. I mean, in the school and being in the school. How many times people used to cut? Go in the hallway, be in a fight or whatever else like that. But now it's like, it's different. Like every day you turn around, somebody getting shot. And then this stuff that's going on up by these schools, like that's becoming like rapid now. It was another kid too, what, by Forest Park that was shot, not by, yeah, not too far from the school, like in that back alley. I can't recall his name. But it's happening too much. And I don't think that it's the school's fault when kids leave school, because I don't know if, what, all of the doors want to be locked. So it'd be like a catch-22 because they say, well, the kids shouldn't be coming out of school. They should be. And then somebody would be saying something about that. It'd be a hazard. Oh, no, they can't lock my kid or whatever in the school. We say something about everything. Like, we want something done. And then when things move about to be done, that's another point that I want me to. Then we talk down on that. We know these guns coming into school. We know what the reality is. We know that it's not normal, but it's the reality now. That children, people, a lot of people, and a lot of people that you do not want to be walking around with guns are walking around with guns, and they're getting them. They're getting them rapidly. And there's a lot of people walking around with guns looking for a reason. It won't even be nothing serious. Right? We know that's the reality. So then when they put the metal detectors in the school, that was too harsh. I know a lot of people was complaining about that when they was warning them down or whatever. They was complaining about that. So different things happen. They take measures that try to make us more safe. And then we complain about that. Or we have something to say about that or what have you. You know, it's it's backwards to me. It's backwards to me. And that's what I think we be spending like too much time on. That part. The stuff that don't matter. Like how I say in my in my like the like the stuff don't matter. So once these incidents keep on happening, like this one who just don't that just now happened up at Patterson Park this week. Not Patterson Park, but Patterson High School. That's the first thing. It was the same thing you seen. When the last tragedy happened, everybody just points fingers. Old school board, are they really safe in the school? They shouldn't be leaving the school. They shouldn't be able to leave the school. And then when that happened, oh, well, the store shouldn't be letting them in. It's just always that. But everybody got to do something collectively. That's all I'm going to say. Children are going to cut school. They've been cutting school before the, the time. I know people have been doing stuff before the times, too fighting. I know that our grandparents fought, fought, they met up to fight and all that and stuff like that, but they weren't meeting up and stuff like this. Like, this right here is crazy. Even us, even my generation, like, we was fighting, like, it was crazy. It was buck wild back in my day, like, if we was fighting, like, 
it was a lot. If somebody wanted to try to stab you or whatever like that, or or had a gun, it was like a. It was rare. It was rare. It happened, but it was rare. Now the reality is, is like, it's the norm. It's the norm. And that's what the sad part really is. Like, it's the norm. And then to try to fix it, it's not like different strategies. Then we have this, this combat laws. Laws on top of laws. That's the sentence law. Let's make, and nothing is changing, y'all. And this is history. This is history. We're making history. I mean, things changing. Don't get me wrong. Things are changing. Change is coming. But I'm talking about these little incidents, like right here in Baltimore. We got to stop this. We got to stop this. We got to come together. We cannot blame the mayor. We can't blame the police department. We can't. We got to do something. We got to do something. And stand on it. And stand on it. And don't try to switch up. <laughs> when it's your family member or somebody you, you know doing the dirt. And then you have a different a different thought on it. Like, no, I don't want to. I don't even want to get involved. No, I ain't telling y'all to be snitching. Or if you keep on talking to the police or whatever else like that. I'm just saying. If you want something done, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. But yes, rest in peace to the young brother I paid in Park who lost his life this week. I know it's a lot with not only Baltimore City, but it's definitely a whole lot with um, these Baltimore City schools and everything else like that. Yes, yes, yes. We definitely do. Y'all just now got a hint. I definitely am ready to take a commercial break. We ain't commercial break in a long time, right? You know, I'll be talking and talking and getting and smoking. But anyhow, we are ready to go on a commercial. But don't you go nowhere. You stay right here with me. It's your news, our views, and this is You Better Live. I see y'all in a few. I see y'all in a few. The Style Lounge Boutique. For a different caliber of service, The Style Lounge Boutique. For clothing that fits your lifestyle, The Style Lounge Boutique. At 1734 Maryland Avenue. Trust me, you're going to love this year. That gave me a little bit of time to take me a little nice shot of my water. Yes, I am back on my thing, trying to make sure I get that good H2O up in me, that good alkaline water. You got to try some time to get refreshed. I also was digging, digging the commercial. Did y'all see that? Yes, that was me, good girl, up at that style lounge. Now, I done been through there, but honey... Before I go up there, I got to get my mind right because I'm telling you, you will want to spin it all. She definitely has some styles up in that lounge. So y'all definitely got to go see her. I got this really, really cute um, 
like sequins, little crop top thing. I wore it the day before my birthday. I got a couple of things, a jumpsuit, and I got this mustard bag. Come to think about it, where is my mustard handbag at? But yeah, y'all got hit me up, y'all. She's right there up on Merlin Avenue. I can't call off the... Um, the address right now off the top of my head, but she's right up there. Make sure y'all go up and holler at her. Get you some style. 1734. Thank you. 1734 Maryland Avenue. My girl Mika is up there in a the style lounge. Will definitely, I'm telling you, definitely get you right. She got something for everybody and it ain't no hype. So go see her when you get a chance. So what I was talking to well, y'all, what I was talking about, and shout out to all of the um, boutiques and everything else like that here in Baltimore City. That was another thing because, oh, yeah, we were talking about the not so good things right here in Baltimore with the tragedies that we keep on seeing and different things keep on happening every week. All of this calamity with this BCBS. I was up there today. I had to go pick up my transcript. I got some things I'm trying to follow up with. Um, far as with my education, yeah, sure, I'm ready to go back to school and do my thing. Look, I'm always moving my hands and everything, right? So I'm going back for sign language to become a sign language interpreter. So y'all just pray my strength. I've been really dragging my feet on it. I have, I have, but I've been saying it for years and it keeps coming in my spirit to do it. So I'm finally, I'm finally going to do it. It took me a while. I finally got that documentation and I was really proud of, proud of myself. So that was a highlight of my day when I was like, yay, I finally got it. And now I got to follow up and make a trip out to the school and get everything set up. So I was really proud of myself because I did something for me. I did something for me. Y'all know I say that I am always doing something, but realistically, it do be feeling like I'm always doing something for everybody else. That's, the, that's just my passion. It really is. I live for it. I live for it. I live for it. I live to help others and support others. I love to see, not in a people pleasing type of way, but I be going through like so much stress and mess sometimes. And if I'm able to help someone navigate or get through that for real, where I'm like really in a in, in a phase where I understand, I understand y'all, I really do. So um, I'm able to help somebody through that. Oh, it does wonders for my spirit. I feel so good when someone is like stressed about something or they going through something that I can help in a way. And I get the opportunity to do that. And then they let you know that they received or they have some type of relief from it. Oh, it's, it's a relief to me. It does. It do something. It do something for me. It do something for me. And then for is also the fact that I know that what you give out is what you give back. So of course I'm always on that type of energy, always on that type of wave. And we talking about real energy and we talking about the kind you really need to live for. But we were talking about all of the tragedies, all of the not so good stuff that is happening here in Baltimore. Unfortunately, we're seeing it week after week, um, children being killed while they are supposed to be attending school or in the school, around the school, how have you, uh, questions was coming up about, you know, who's responsible to keeping the kids in the school different fingers were being pointed and I just was trying to make the fit the make the point that kids are going to leave school they're going to leave school 
They're going to be a lot of times where they're not supposed to be. But the sad part is, even with them being where they're supposed to be <laughs> and not leaving school, we have things like this continuing to happen. So that's the real tragedy. That a lot of this used to be rare and now it is the norm. We talked about it before about the music. We talked about, I talked about the food. Not necessarily the food substance that you put in your mouth, but the different substances that you take in as food. The things you see, the things you smell, the things you watch. You eat all of that. You eat all of that. And these youth and this younger generation, there is a lot of bullshit out here that they eating. It is through their music. We talked about that before, how we feel like music is really detrimental to that, to a lot of the stuff now that is considered the culture and why a lot of people operate the way they do, especially our kids, and about this gun violence. You know, you had the games that perpetrate violence all the time, the video games. You had the music. I'm telling you, and I like some. I like some of that. What they call it, trap music and all that and stuff. Y'all know I'm a hip hop artist and stuff like that. I used to get down. I used to rap about some of that foolishness and all that too. I did, but even early on, I knew that that wasn't what was up. Right? I knew that wasn't what was up. And now I couldn't really. I can talk some some stuff about me and some slick stuff, but all that other stuff that they be talking about is not slick. It's not, it's not slick. But the children think it is, the kids think it is. And I, and presumably the artists must have thought that it was. I had brought up the point one time, I think it was NBA Youngboy who had a different feeling and he wanted to change what music that he was putting out there. Because he, I guess he, Got the light. He woke up in that regard and said, wait a minute, what am I doing? I understand that this music I'm putting out here has really been an influence and it has probably been the source of a lot of people feeling like a lot of the Susan that they doing is okay because a lot of them look up to these people, you know, these celebrities or whatever. So I know it's a lot of that, right? A lot of in this music, like I said, I like a lot of it. But a lot of these songs now, I'm telling you, it literally is say, smack your grandmother, I'll shoot you. You say what you looking at. I kill you dead, shoot you five times. Like anything, like real talk, y'all. And to constantly, constantly, constantly take this in. They constantly eating this. This is their food. They constantly eating this. This is their food. When they walk to school, the environment, you know, it's trash everywhere. We talked about that before. When I had my guest, uh, the former Officer Lee Chuck on here, and we talked about how all of that stuff basically plays a part in a lot of this violence and a lot of this interaction, this negative interaction that we see amongst our children, amongst people, period. I always say, you know, we as adults, we feel like we should be the ones setting the example, and we definitely should. But there's a lot of adults out here that ain't exactly adulting or really can set the example. And then unfortunately, a lot of them gone. 
a lot of them gone. Then I just know how you people transition. So a lot of them gone is in that family. A lot of people is out here raising themselves. A lot of that, their grandmothers is is raising them. And the grandmothers, they may know what's going on. They out of touch. It just be a lot. It be a lot really going on. But even us as adults, like I was thinking about that too. Like I still have issues with some people. I know some people have issues with me. You know, I'm I'm in that space where I don't give a fuck. I be like, I don't care if we ever talk again or whatever. I was like that. But in all reality, in some rush respects, especially like when it comes to family or whoever else like that, like some of that shit shouldn't even be going on. Like we as adults can't even have conversations. Like us as adults don't even know how to really interact with each other. Like we still adults having problems. And to think that these children can just have it all together like that is not... What's going on? Oh, I'm looking over here, y'all, because you know I had my laptop always set up. And this is letting me know that your battery is running low. It doesn't look like anyone is really talking to me um, <laughs> tonight on the show. But it's all good because I'm going to be talking to you. So I don't know if I need the laptop. I'll just pull the chat up, of course, here on my camera that you are going me here right to. I might also have to change my audio. Um, so in a few... I'm going to get up. I don't know if money, can I go on another break or is it too soon? Someone, because look, we live. This like, this this how it be, y'all. Can you hear me, money, mine? He probably stepped away for a moment. But anyway, y'all not going to mind if I get up right. Let me get up. Let me get up for one moment, you guys. Oh, yeah. I'm get my little setup, my little extension cord so I can make sure I have power and everything is flowing and going the way that it needs to go so let oh, me yeah. that for a minute and i'll be right back <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> go ahead see i told y'all it wasn't gonna take me long <laughs> i told y'all chess is gonna show y'all the really room what really be going on Did it work? What's your laptop done? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> it is. And the laptop is my is my mic, y'all. That's what I put <laughs> on my mic. So y'all got to see it real live behind the scenes. Yeah, to me, those things that be having, I ain't do that for a while for y'all, did I? See my little room, how be going. I got my little extension cord. Plugged it up behind me, and I think I am good to go. I am. It's saying what? This be another thing to y'all. Technology is something else. It really is. So let me get back to what I was uh, talking about while I'm still trying to figure that out. There we go. There we go. I'm trying to get it to... So I can make sure that I'm seeing everything. Because y'all, even on this laptop, I can see myself too. And that's why it's always funny because I see my like little side view. Little bit here, so. Um, but anyway, I was talking about, what was I talking about, y'all? Somebody help me. Ain't no, somebody help me. What was I talking about? Oh, yeah, I was talking about the interaction and stuff like that. And 
the food that our children and everything else like that be taking in. But it got a lot to do with that. It do got a lot to do with that. Uh, even me, myself, I know it's me be getting a move and everything else like that. I let my youngest son with his tablet, let him. But I had to be more visual on that and more than that because I was walking out of days. What is that? What is that saying, boy? Turn that off. And looking at that foolishness, I had to start limiting it. Pause the time. Oh, you had enough time on that. Or whatever else like that. At one time, I remember my daughter, she can tell you, she was doing little silly stuff when she was younger. What is going on? And what it was she was watching? SpongeBob. Oh, yeah, that little wine and Obina, like, uh, like you scared. It was something she was doing, like mimicking. But that's where she got it from, you know? So, yes. A lot of that stuff is really an influence on your children. And we be listening to it. I know that rap music, that hip hop, not rap, but what they call it, the trap music, the, the, the underground type of music, not really underground because that's what's in the mainstream. That's what they play. That's what they let through. That's what they let through. Who was the rapper that had the one little song that was saying, right? Even with the movies, we say Denzel had to be crooked before he took it. Right. <laughs> before he took it, and Denzel was a hell of an actor. But it be stuff like that. Anything that is basically portraying or putting out that negativity, that's what get all the attention. Just like all of this, this social media stuff, the majority of even these podcasts, different like everyone. Everybody, everybody, their mama, everybody, and their daddy, everybody, and their brother, and their papa now has some type of podcast. Everybody with the TikTok, everybody are doing skits, everybody are doing memes, everybody's on something, right? Everybody. But the positive stuff or the good stuff that we should be highlighting, that does not get as much attention as the negative stuff. And the drama stuff. It don't. I don't know what it is about us, about us humans, that that is what we like. We crave like chocolate, like a snack, or like some chips or something. That's like what people crave. I know I was cool in that matrix for lack of words. That's what we call it, so y'all can understand. But just in that stuff, just like wasting time. A couple of them shows is still my shows. Don't get me wrong. I look at TV, all the love hip hop, all them reality shows that used to be my thing. I used to love them. I did, like getting into. But I really used to be amazed. Like these people got this money and they still acting a fool. That's why I know, like the last quote, <laughs> Bob Barley basically said, that's what I, that money can't buy life. Money can't buy life. And I was just was thinking about that quote. That was what he was saying. That was his last words before he transitioned. Money can't buy life. Money can't buy life. Money can't buy life. Do y'all hear that? And what that really means to you. And I wasn't thinking about like when he said it for us, like the money to extend your life. I'm sure that's probably what he was talking about too, but I just was thinking about like life in general. Like buy your life. 
It can't. Like the life that you're supposed to be living, it can't. It won't. It won't. How many stars or famous actors and everything else like that who we might have thought had it all? Oh, we're so happy. We talked about that before. When the tragedy ha happened with Twitch. Oh, I remember when I was so shocked about, you know, so many people committing suicide. One of my favorite actors, Robin Williams, always so happy, committed suicide. And I'm thinking they living, like they living a life. Yeah, money can't buy life. It won't make you live no longer. And in actuality, we think that it'll help us live better because that's why we caught in this matrix. It just working. You know, we need money for everything to survive. I know the cost of living is going up. Everything is rising. Everything, your cable bill, everything, your rent, everything. I've been trying to do some things. I'm like, it's no way. Rent, oh my goodness. So why? People always be like, why are you still there? And it's so how you know, because this is what I can afford. This is what I can afford. And through the grace of God, it ain't go up. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't go up. Yeah, but everything else going up is, you know, of course, the gas, electric, the telephone bill, your cell phone bill, and everything else. And then since I have been somewhat limited what my finances now, I've really got to realize, like, a lot of things that I had that I just do not need. Like, I do just not need. So I'm breaking a lot of habits. I ain't going to necessarily say bad habits because at that time, while I was dwelling in those certain things, I believed that it was doing something for me. Like, for instance, shopping and get money. I was ready to go to the store the other day. I'm like, let me go get me some shoes. I was like, I don't really need them shoes. I love shoes. I got to get back to selling them, y'all. That's another thing I'm telling you about me. Um, I had the shoes. God of souls is what I call them. Like, souls for the feet. Um for men and women, and with a pearl and everything else like that, I follow up that. That could, that keep coming back to my spirit to do that, to do that, and I really be dragging my feet. That's why I was like, yeah, because I did something for me today, and I be wanting to do so much. I do, and I really feel good when I see a lot of people doing so much and doing what they can with their life. I do. I did. <laughs> I saw y'all, I'm just drifting. Y'all know how I do a little bit back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Some other crazy stuff that I seen that came across my radar was also they found some human remains. Human remains in Northwest Baltimore, I believe, up Liberty Heights, that type, that area up that way. Human remains. This isn't the first time we heard about something in that regard in West Baltimore not too long ago. Um, they found a burrow on a porch that had human remains in it as well. So it's just some different things that's out here just keep on happening. You know, it'll be the same thing as tragedies at the tragedy. Um, my god brother, his significant other. Um, she turned, I believe, the day before his birthday. Um, I haven't even yet had the opportunity to reach out to him. Um, my neighbors, their uncle, they've been, oh my goodness, going through, um, in the last year alone, I know about a handful of family members, um, that they have lost while I'm sitting over here with a handful of family, 
that I ain't even talking to or whatever else like that. And, you know, we just don't realize how blessed we are or how grateful we are or how grateful we should be. Um, but that was another thing that happened in Baltimore that I seen came across my radar. I was like, wow, they finding remains and bodies. That's some craziness. Like, what? And the what? You know, also in Baltimore last week, we were talking about the man, the board of estimates, having this meeting about this Contuit system deal that is still being talked about. It doesn't look like Brandon Scott is trying to really come up off of that. They want the deal to be a deal, but I think it's really going to get real if they do allow that to go through. Um, I had seen some information where LBGE bills could kind of like raise, it wasn't that much, what, $10 and something with the next three years. But I'm like, if they say 10, it might be 30. And if they say, yeah, if they say 10, it might be 30. And I don't, I don't trust BGE. I don't trust BGE. <laughs> Them big companies or whatever else like that, but have you, you know, Elmez, trust them and has made that deal. Um, but it's just a whole bunch of controversy going on about that deal. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what's the going on, what's the going on. Um, another interesting thing um that I seen come across my radar was why I go back to talking about the reality shows was if y'all remember when it used to be one of my favorite reality shows um sweetie pies it was a sweet young lady sweet older lady that had a res uh restaurant on uh, down south I believe they were in Georgia uh, I never got the opportunity to go through that was one of them I guess that was on my bucket list I'm not even sure if her business still exists um, it was actually St. Louis. Thank you, Moni, down in St. Louis. But I wanted to try it out. Pose have been some awesome, awesome soul food. Um, her son, if people know what, it was, what, eight years ago? I didn't even know that it had been that long. Uh, but her grandson, who had appeared on the show quite a few times, and I'm sorry, y'all, because I didn't move my notes again, so I'm not giving names. So I'm just talking about the situation. And I used to do this too. <laughs> Shout out to my high school, some of my high school friends out there. They know that when I used to talk, I give the whole situation and I'd be like, you know, what's your name? Or Chop. I used to call him Chop. Yeah, because Chop and them. But I run it all down and maybe for you to um, figure out. But her grandson was tragically killed. And it's been eight years in her son was locked up for facilitating the hire, the murder to hire for him. Well, the hire to murder, how you say it? A murder for hire, right? A murder for hire, yeah. He did all that. Well, the son just now got two life sentences and several, 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 several years on the back end of that. So he was convicted. Allegedly, he arranged for his nephew to be murdered. This happened eight years ago, and the trial um, is finally over. Uh, it was some sentencing that took place that I know that he was trying to deflect from, trying to bring up some other things, but it did not work prior, like right before the sentencing or whatever. It did not work, and he got all of this time. But it wasn't only him. It was a couple of few people that were involved who did cooperate with the police 
who were involved at that time too. Like it was a young lady who had lured the nephew to the location. I mean, the grandson to the location. Of course, the shooter who shot him and an insurance agent. The insurance agent and the lady who was supposed to lure him, I believe, got the lesser time. They got the lesser time. I believe they got like 36 months. Uh, but everyone apparently was in on it. You know, even the insurance guy, I was surprised that he didn't get as much. Uh, I mean, didn't get more than he did. And then even the young lady that lured them. So I guess it was in their deal or their plea deals or whatever. Not plea deals. What, is it a plea deal? When you? But I guess it was in their deal or whatever the arrangements they made with the law enforcement to get the sign that they got probably for them cooperating in this case and making what the charges they were going up against the son of this lady um, that owns Sweetie Pies to stick. So yep, it finally stick. I remember originally when it happened because that was one of my favorite little shows um, to watch. It was more so, you know, like the restaurant, the little family drama, that type of stuff. But it was a real good um, reality show. Look, that was some of the food that I was taking in. So I was really shocked when this first took place to find out because he was a mess. The, the son, he was a mess. And the way he just plotted it, um, it had supposed to start it with, um, he was saying that it was his nephew. Yeah, it was his nephew, but it was his mom's grandson. So he came down to live with him. Then he was on the show and he was alleging that his nephew had robbed, had took some money from their house because him and the nephew were the only two aside from Miss Sweetie Pie to have the codes or whatever to the door, whatever this money was or whatever. So of course he blamed it all on him. They had hired a detective and everything to do investigation. And it came out that the nephew didn't have any time thing to do with it. So I'm thinking now I'm looking back like, mm-hmm, it was him putting on nephew doing all this effort. Mm-hmm, it was him. And then the arrange for his murder too was more so for greed. So it wasn't in retaliation, him thinking that he took money or he knew, because he knew for real that he ain't wrong, but he knew what happened and everything else like that. But it was more for greed. He wanted that money. He got him killed for money. And that's why that insurance agent um, was, was all up in the mix of it too in this murder plot. So all of them worked together or while well, he orchestrated it because he reached out to everybody to get this done. You know, what just was a mess. What just was a mess. So like I say, money can't buy life in the words of Bob Marley because that was another thing that I was saying on some of these reality shows. Like I used to be looking at it and the mess and the drama and the things that really attract us, right? And I used to be like, these people on here and they got money and they act like they got money, but they broke. You know what I mean? Like it, like that's how I started looking at it. Like they got money, but they broke. They ain't as silly as the silliest. And I remember being so frustrated. I remember before I used to kind of be sitting there laughing at all of it. You know my love of hip hops, 
my um my flavor flavors all of them it's, it's a quite a few of them the um baseball wipe all of that nice to be sitting on that i remember the moments me sitting and laughing oh this is my dream oh i love this oh i love this or whatever so that and then i can remember that turnaround for me when I guess years after watching this, right, or watching these type of shows, and I'm like, that is a mess. But and I'm like really in it. It's certain ones I don't like. I never met these people. Y'all know, y'all know how I go. Uh, but these is real people. It is not like just like a a, a movie, like an actor. So these real people, and I'm like, I really don't even like them. And then I was like, this is a mess. They on here, they got this money, and they act like they they broke. Not broke just like saying financially, but like they is broke and their mind and their spirit. These people is carrying on. So this brother who did this for some money, like, oh my gosh, in tons. But Miss Sweetie Pie stood by him though, y'all. I think she was the only one that was in the family because I was looking at some footage from another um, podcast that I believe, um, what is it? It's Something Speaks, because that's what I do too. Shout out to a lot of these um, podcasters out here too. I can't, that's how I be sometimes. Sometimes you want to give a shout out, you can't call them off for the name, you can't think, but I be checking y'all out. And a lot of y'all be having a, some good information. So she is one of those that kind of always speaks on like um, crime, different things that is happening and everything else like that. Sister girl go out to the location and everything else like that. So I kind of was following her uh, when she was talking about this whole situation with the sweetie pie's mess and everything else like that. But yeah, money and is broke. So he got all this time. That was something that came against my radar. And I, I was like, eight years? Golly. I ain't know I've been no eight years. They've been trying to get justice. Miss Sweetie Bob is the only family member still sticking by her son. I guess she ain't want to believe it or whatever. But that boy mother, who is his sister or however it may have you, yeah, they was out there. They believed it. They know he did it. Like I said, when he was a legend that he robbed the house, he had investigators do something to try to figure that out. But like when his murder happened or whatever, I'll say that, like he wasn't really into it. Like he wasn't trying to go that far. So people been starting getting like suspicious of him, right? And I think he was feeling like he was getting too much attention from his mother. He wanted them out of there. And he wanted that money. Wanted that money. Next Thursday when I come on, I gotta bring that back up. Cause like I said, if I know something that, and y'all know, I like to give y'all a little bit of the specifics, the specifics on what them amounts were and everything else like that. But that did come across my radar. I was like, wow, um, this be the history, right? This is the history that is being made. And I am blessed to be living and to be witnessing it. But I just be like, golly. And that's how I get my what in the what's and my what in the world's. Because when I have a time, I like to read. I do, um, like I just don't confess, look at several podcasts, look at several um, interviewers, different little programs or whatever else like that. But that's where I be in my zone in the middle of the night up looking at stuff, trying to learn find out about different stuff. This is a number of things that catch my attention now. And I'm proud of myself because more so 
often than not, it is positive stuff or something that is really like informative and it's not just always the messy stuff. Um, but I do look at that too. What I was ready to say, my boy, um, what is his name? I don't know, but he always kind of do like the breakdown of all the reunions. He does all the breakdowns of like the uh, basketballs and the love and it's a Kindleman. But that's my boy, the podcast, right? He be having me dying. So I really like looking at his show when he break it down because I just be like, yes, especially when he be in a reunion. He be like, girl, stop lying. But, and I just live for it, right? So I definitely love his, his little um, show they be having on. And I'm telling you, he he's there because he done been at the um, reunions and everything else like that. So I still, I still, like I said, I confess, Oh, not to only look at that uh, other podcasts, but I confess to still being um, not indulged, but intrigued um, by some of the messiness. But I have my limits, just like how I try to set up for my children. I have my limits for myself. So I try not to waste too much of my time or taking too much of that in. And then when I do, I still have my moments where I have to sit through my meditations and my prayers and collect myself and get rid of it and get rid of it. Actually, you know, just like food, you know, food, when we eat it, we get the, you know, our bodily functions help us get rid of that or whatever else like that. So you got to do other things too, to get those toxins out. And the best thing for, um, the thinking part of it is just to think positive. I always tell y'all that. You got to think positive. You got to always really try to find the silver lining in something. That's what really keeps me sane. I mean, I walk out. I walk out to a flat tire. I say to myself, uh, that was stopping me from some trouble around the corner. I wasn't supposed to be at that light or whatever at a certain time or something about an incident or I'm supposed to be here because it's a moment or something I'm supposed to embrace. So even when it's something that can have me down, I always try to find an upside to it. And they call that what? The silver lining, right? Yeah, that's the silver lining. So that's what I do. That's how I keep going. Like I told you, with all of this stuff going on, I started off the show to let you know because guess what? I'm only human. I am only human and I go through a lot of the things that you go through. Well, I say that I'm actually a spirit bringing having human experiences because that's where I'm at in my life and I realized that with my light being open that that's exactly um, what I am. But just like I said, we have a whole bunch of stuff going on. You know, we hear them affirmations um, and you got to keep on giving them to yourself. I wake up in the morning and no matter what I got going on, no matter how uh, not long of a sleep that was, because I don't be getting as much sleep as I should get, because like I told you, I be up looking at y'all podcasts and, and reading and learning and thinking that I need to be. And it's like my mind just never, never sometimes wants to shut off. But rest is definitely necessary. Uh, but no matter what I'm going through, when I wake up, I'm telling you, I give myself the business. I give myself the business, 
even when it be different on stuff, I'll be like, oh, my face fluffy. Like, oh, I'm getting fat. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Whatever. I laugh about it, honey. I'll be like, uh-uh. And somebody can see. Sometimes I'll be doing stuff. I'll be like, oh, baby. If somebody was a fly on the wall, they would be laughing at me. So I've kind of learned to laugh at myself, to laugh at situations, not because it's funny, but because sometimes you just got to laugh to yourself. I got a poem that go like that, and I'm going to have to share it with y'all um, on one of these shows, but not tonight. Not tonight. I'm not sharing that. Um, with y'all tonight, I was going to share one of my other poems. Well, I'm going to stop telling y'all what I was going to do. Just like I was telling you that I was supposed to have my guests and everything else like that. Let me just get on with what I am doing now. So, yes, we are still, let's go back to the birthdays. We are still in the what? What is it? Is it the Pisces? Yeah, we up in the Pisces season right now. My birthday is going to be around the corner, coming sooner than. I wanted to, my good old born day, when I was here, came to my transitional earth, 729, y'all know it, don't be acting like you don't know it, how many times I ran that in the hole, <laughs> just like my show is 729, that is my birthday, 729, so don't you ever, 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 ever forget it, you know I'm here every Thursday, 729. Nine, so don't forget my birthday, y'all, <laughs> and don't forget that that show comes through here every Thursday, seven to nine. The You Better Live show with the girl Chase Road, the Empress Lady Cake Mix, and I'm loving the love, like I always say. And people is reaching out to me on being guests. We just got to make sure that it comes through and follow through. But I know life be life, and, and I ain't gonna say I don't be wanting to follow through. I know definitely. Things happen um, because if you looked at me before, I always tell y'all on Thursday, I always have this plan. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to take me a nap. I'm going to do this. And every time I look, it'd be 6.15. It'd be 6.45. It is time to do the show. So I ain't going to say I ain't never come on the show and fully been prepared because most of my shows, I feel like I am. Tonight is one of those shows where I was not because <laughs> I was really all over the place, um, running back, doctor's appointments, doing all my stuff that I had to do life for life. Uh, but I did get to do a couple of things for me today. Got to get my transcript, got to go get my oil change. Uh, my exhaust pipe was hanging. Uh, I ain't had the money, but mercy on. I'm telling y'all, I, I, I had it. I had it. I had it. That's why I'm going to continue to live life and focus on making history. I hope that is what you guys are doing out here with your life, especially this month being Women's History Month. Women's History? Yeah. Women's History. Or National Women's Day. Or was it the whole month or something? Somebody help me out. Y'all know. Y'all know. It'll be so much. It'll be so much holidays and recognitions. That's what I be tripping off too. Like, I be like, I did not never know um, any of this stuff existed. It'd be just so much stuff going on. Every time you look on social media, it's always a day. 
a national daughter, a national Sunday, a national this day, a national that day. But come on now, make me a national day. I'm going to have to make my own holiday. It might be on 8-11, the birth of my show, right? The You Better Live Day. The You Better Live Day. And um, put that hashtag, the You Better Live Day 8-11, right? <laughs> Y'all better live for it. Y'all better live for it. But I definitely, like I was saying, is a, am appreciating, always appreciating the love and people reaching out to me, interesting about being a guest, coming through. We're going to get y'all on here. It's going to work out if y'all did, because even my guests who I was supposed to have on the night say, well, I'm going to still watch. And I'm like, oh, I feel so bad. Don't feel bad. It's all good. We're going to work it out. God is willing. You're going to be on here. You're going to be on here chilling with me. It's all good. It's all good. And then a lot of times I do know too that people, they be feeling like they want to do it and then they kind of get nervous. You know, they kind of get nervous. They kind of get nervous. So I be telling people that I want to see them, but you can call, you can call and talk to me if you're, if you're so shy about sharing um, or showing your face. You know, um, Marty, the producer, he actually used to like it when it just was like the voice and all that. And I definitely get his point um, on just listening because a couple of times I went down um, to visit him and work with him. We'd be listening to the Wendy, the Wendy, the Wendy Williams. Anybody seeing her lately? Miss Wendy looking better, looking good. You know, they was talking. They was trying to say that Miss Wendy, it was a whole act to make sure that husband wasn't going to get that money. I don't care what it was. If it was a whole act and that's what she needed to do, then baby, you did that. And I'm proud of you because he really played with that lady. He played with that lady. And I know a lot of people may say Wendy and everything was messy and ain't like, well, but I love some Wendy Williams. And especially when she got on that platform to be able to be on TV and her following and all that, how you doing? I, you know, I loved it. I loved it too when she was like, you know, just on the radio, the radio and everything. I said, I loved it. She started that like this right here. Like she not, I don't know if she was the original, the original, whatever, was like that. But yeah, she the one who, yeah, made this cool. Like, you can be, like, yeah, whoever you ain't necessarily, like, with, like, people would they consider themselves celebrities, like, yeah, you ain't necessarily got to be known. She made herself known. She made herself known talking everybody else's business. How can you, yeah, talking everybody else's business. She made a business out of it. Started getting the money where everybody talked down on the gossip. She did that and learned how to get money from it. Word, Miss Wendy. But lately, I had seen a picture of her. She was looking a little better one moment, one moment. She was looking a little crazy. But I mean, what do people expect? And that what went on with her. I, I felt some type of way. Like I said, I wasn't her big, not like her biggest fan. But yeah, he played with her. He played with her. And if she played that game. I doubt it's real stuff is out here and everything else like that. I mean, I don't know to what extent her health issues was, but I doubt somebody going through all that, the fake health issues or whatever. Like, like, no, I believe that she really did fall ill and was like ill physically, mentally, 
all of that spiritually like yeah that's all she knew that was how angel on the show that's all she knew so i believe that she really did feel ill but you know it's being rumored that yeah miss wendy did that she played them games <laughs> she did that she egged it on or she was not that she wasn't sick but she pulled it off that she was sicker than she actually was to make sure that he wouldn't get that killing and even if that was the case then that's what she did i ain't mad at her how you doing i'm not mad at her i'm not mad at her i'm not mad at her i even heard that she is supposed to be like got some appearances planned to even come on some talk shows as a guest and everything like that herself and everything because even that situation remember about it i think miss wendy broke that news like how g is that like miss wendy broke that news she came and talked about that on her show on tv how you doing i think she broke it up and was like yeah she filed for divorce and she's firing the same day yes i think so remember that one episode when he did something and she fell out with something and was on TV and she had like on the Statue of Liberty thing and she did something and she fell out. Yeah, I think all of that was going on. All that was going all on her mind. But they tell you, y'all, stress to kill you. And I think she had all of her on. I think that was all that shit was coming out. And Miss Wendy was getting sick. It's not unlikely. And how that went down and what happened to her. To make you sick is not unlikely. It is unlikely. So I don't agree with the rumors, even though it's a rumor. So I don't know if it's necessarily something that you have to agree with. But I really don't believe that lady plays it. I do not believe that lady plays it. And if she did, I ain't mad at her. I'm not mad at her. If she was to come out down the line, you know, now that it's said and done, because you know, like I said. Ms. Wendy, she really put this, this platform, she she really is the one who made it a platform, like this shit, right? Podcast and getting into all this, like, yeah, she made this the thing. As much as people want to hate on her, she did. And learned how to make money from it. So I don't necessarily, I don't feel like that. I don't feel like that. Like she will go to that string to really think because in a lot of those pictures and a lot of those things that was coming out that I know she didn't even want to be like coming out. But again, she was one of the people ain't kidding. She ain't kidding. She told everybody business and even so her own. Real talk. Not that she ain't care, but like, yeah, she definitely was that <laughs> IG type of attitude. Really. She really did. <laughs> she had the attitude. So even if they feel like, you know, she went to that stream, I was saying that I wasn't mad at her. But what I also was saying, it was a lot of stuff where I believe, where I believe my opinion that she really was sick because it was a lot of stuff that when that was going on, that was coming out that we was able to see, you know, the paparazzi is a beast. You know, they don't care. They catch us your worst. They definitely want to catch us your worst. You know, they want to catch us your best, but definitely at your worst. And they were showing some things of Miss Wendy, you know, and she was looking like, yeah. 
a whole mess. Like sick. Like, like gone. Like a couple of times when I was seeing her. So even from her old pictures, you know, people try to play too and talk about her looks and looks like that. But Miss Wendy is not an ugly girl. Miss Wendy is not an ugly girl. And that's why I say, like, even that, even the 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 progression on her looks, you know, she's getting older and of course and everything else like that. But a lot of that too, like I said, a lot of that had to do with what what she was going through. What she was going through. Cause that's another thing that was alleged. And Miss Wendy knew about this affair and everything else like that. But she was just already so wrapped up into it, like it was business, and that was one of the rules that do you just don't have no babies, don't have no children, and that that was another rumor that I heard that was out there too. Like she knew about it. She was like, you know, her being business woman, it already what it was. They wasn't really, you know, they was married, they was there, but it wasn't really given that. Y'all know who was working on the show everything. I think he was like, what? He was one of the producers on the show. He was like her manager, right? And all of that. And that was one of the poses and one of the rules. Don't have no children. Now, allegedly, I said, because this is a rumor. But even if that was the case, he messed that up because that's what he would have did. And she wasn't having it. And she was not having it. She was not having it. Miss Wendy put that on blast. Before anybody could try to put it on blaze and try to, she know how to do it, honey. She know how to do it. So salute to her. Like I said, I gave a couple of the podcasters, live radio show, internet shows, um, a shout out tonight. So of course I got to give out the shows that's on my station. My brothers and my sisters with their shows up on my station. You know, we got the slow skyline and we got that it is what it is. Um, y'all definitely got to check back in to be exposed where it has to be real. And I hope y'all be ready because it has to be exposed. Y'all know anything you want to find out about Be Exposed is on www.beexposedrecchio.com. You can check out anything there, any type of questions. Make sure that you holler at them. So don't just watch me. Watch them. You already know you got to watch the show. Watch the show. I know that's one of my sayings, right? And <laughs> I love to say it. Um, so just make sure y'all show my other station, bros and sisters, some love on it shows because definitely, like I said, everybody, 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 their mama, their papa, their son, <laughs> the one, the dog, and the cat, everybody. You got TikTok, you got everybody is on this. Everybody talking about something, everybody doing something. So just support, 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 support. And I already know that y'all be watching a lot of stuff that ain't even worth watching. So make sure you watch and tune in. And guess what? Y'all better watch it now because the things that people think, I'm telling you, the things that people think, that's why I laugh, the things that you think that are small and they blink, they be this tall. I'm telling you, they be big. You thinking it's a little gig, and then something gives, and wah, and then everybody be like, "Oh, I was there. I was supporting you. I was doing this and doing that and doing that." And like, yeah, we got people that you talk to every day. I got people that I talk to every day that have not watched 
one of my shows yet. Well, not every day, but damn it, every day. Yes, one of my good um, male friends. I, you know, I mean, I'm his best friend, Muffin. He always, oh, he always talks to me a lot of times on Thursday too. Oh yeah, you gotta go do your show. That fool ain't looked not waiting on time. I always say you can be right here, you can be, but we used to that. That that's definitely um, what it gives and anything that you're doing. So. Just keep on going. That is another encouragement of mine to, uh, like I was saying, and wasting time. And a lot of times what I think that I'm doing, we are making history, you guys, and legacies are being made. So whatever comes in your spur, you got that feeling to do it, just do it. Just do it. Because it's never going to happen if you don't do it. If you don't do it. Yes, my anthem is my anthem is do it then, do it then. You know, I was looking at something too about Nike and their um philosophy on the just do it, right? And they were saying basically like the just do it isn't just about the winning part of it, but it's just about the doing it part. It's the doing it part. It's the doing it part. You just got to do it. And when you get a chance to do it. And if it's something for you and moving towards something that keeps coming in your spirit, something that you're trying to accomplish, something that you're trying to achieve, give credit to yourself and root for yourself. Just do it. Do it then. Y'all better stop playing. Y'all better stop playing with life where people out here and they ain't living no more and everything else like that. My shirt right here. What is saying? I'm not lucky. I'm blessed. Love, faith, peace. That's what my shirts every day. Look, sometimes I even got wet, even around my house and my car. I have little sayings like that, different things that I can just look up at and remind myself of that. I'm telling you, y'all, you got to set up little routines like that. You just got to do it. That's just like in the morning. Like I said, I had affirmations. It's certain music that I know I got to listen to. Um, in the morning, sometimes I have my little gospel songs or I have my little R&B. I even have some rap songs to put me in my, my moods or whatever else like that I do. You know, I had that playlist music helps me out, um, in the morning. I got my little routines. I got my little routines to make sure because I know at any time something mean can come my way. You heard me. And I want to be mean, prepared for it. I'm telling you, I, I'm I, I'm be prepared for it. What they say, don't pray to live an easy life. Pray to be able to endure a difficult one. So that's the reality of life. And I know things are going to happen. I know things are going to come my way. Things are going to come your way all the time. And you just got to keep going and do it. If it come across your mind, just do it. I know. That's what I'm admitting to you tonight. I've been doing it all night, right? I've been saying how much. I drag my feet, how many things have come into my spirit, how many ideas I have had. And I'd be like, when am I going to have the time before I can get one thing started? It's like that hour is history. Then I'm talking about the hour, then the day be history, then the week be history. And before you know it, the whole month is history. Like this year is flying, right? We are already in March. So I know what you are going through when you are feeling like that, like for real. 
if you're not trying to focus on making history, I'm telling you, it's just going to be like history. It's going to be gone. It's going to be gone. And what you going to be able to do with that? It's going to be gone. That's why now that is keeping me like motivated day by day, keeping a smile and giving me the opportunity to be able to find that silver lining because I remind myself of that. I embrace every moment and I remind myself that, guess what? It could be worse. It could be worse, but I'm good. And you're going to be good too. And you're going to be good too. So no matter what you're going through, you're going to get through. All right? All right, all right. So we covered a few things tonight, you guys, you know. I just was giving y'all the rundown of where I am, where I'm at mentally, physically. I appreciate y'all. Appreciate, like I always say, the love and any prayers that y'all sent up for me, for my family, for any situation, anything in my life, anybody else in my life's life that y'all know what is going on, any type of um, prayers. That is the purest form of love that you can give somebody has no, simply no value can be placed on it. You going to God, our creator, who controls all on the behalf of someone else. And we know while a lot of people saying they praying for you, P-R-A-Y, they are really praying on you, P-R-E-Y. So that's why you have to stay prayed up and stay praised up. But we talked about a lot tonight, y'all. I talked about, of course, the senseless, uh, just like a whole cycle, right? Just keep coming back around. Um, people senselessly getting killed here in my city of Baltimore City. We had another tragedy happen close up to a school on top of everything else that is happening in the Baltimore City public school system. Um, you know, we talked about previously about them test scores. We just was basically talking about on tonight's show about the different links um, that are tied that we are believing to a lot of this stuff that's happening, you know, as far as like, hmm, the stuff people are taking in with the food. So um, that part that I talked about. So we had another strategy um, up at the school. We talked about different things that we can do to try and make a difference and stop pointing those fingers. Everybody got to do their part. Everybody got to do their part in it. Everybody that includes you. Uh, we talked about that. We talked, of course, about the controversy, just a little bit touched on it, because I feel like we talked about it a lot on our last show about uh, Mayor Brandon Scott down there in the Conduit System deal. Uh, I talked about last week how people thought that his face won't end up just like the old Chicago man, but we should see, because I believe the election year for mayor is what? Is it next year? I believe so. I don't know. Um, but I believe so. Uh, we talked about that. We touched on that a little bit. What else did I talk about on top of all of this? Oh, we talked about these remains keep getting found in containers here in Baltimore City. So, yeah, we got people shooting, stamming, all that other stuff we know. We got people, yeah, putting people in containers and leaving them there and finding it, which I think is just, like, so crazy because... What I also had noticed too um, here in Baltimore, a lot of people be coming up missing. I see that a lot too. I always talk about the things that I see on social media and I do acknowledge a lot of people are dying, transitioning, but a lot of people be missing it. Missing children, um, 
lot of children, a lot of young black girls, a lot of black men, a lot of people be missing. And that's what I think about when they talk about finding these people and these girls and stuff like that. And that's the type of stuff I think about when people be going missing. That's This ain't the first time they find them, but they find them in cars. Um, a lot of times, and we don't hear about all of it even, they find people in these abandoned housing, houses and everything. I remember a person I grew up with in the project, Trina, she was missing for a while. It was like years later, like years later, they found her remains in the abandoned house through some, um, like, yeah, so that's crazy. We talked about that. You know, I always got to talk about some crazy stuff. I'm telling you, stuff be happening. These are the what and the what's and the what in the worlds. We talked about that. Did I talk about anything for as like world stuff or whatever that was crazy? I talked about stuff that didn't necessarily happen here in um, Baltimore, but not sure if I talked about something in another part of the world. So I got to make sure I get that to y'all double time on next week. Um, but then also, yeah, we talked about the Sweetie Pie thing when I come back next week. I'm definitely going to run down those names for y'all. Forgive me for not having those notes. But it's been eight years, eight long years, and the grandson finally got justice. And unfortunately, Miss Sweetie Pie's son is going to jail for a very, very long time. He got the most time out of everybody, which I think it should have went down like that. So we talked about that. We talked about um, the city's initiative on the witnesses, how to change the monies and everything else like that. It did a um, significant leap from $2,000 to $8,000 um, to try to get people more comfortable with cooperating. But now they're also trying to work out plans uh, and their crime strategy to be able to relocate families where if they are in fear of their life and not just here. And um, Baltimore, like putting them in a hotel, they already had things um, that kind of do that. What hasn't really been the safest. Uh, it definitely was unfortunate and a tragedy to hear that they went and shot that young man, Dorsey, my family, my little cousin, house up. No, not necessarily my cousin. I always say everybody who lives named Dorsey is my cousin, my family. We related some type of way, I'm telling you. Um, but then I also got family that ain't Dorsey's, right? I got a lot of family that's out here that ain't my blood, that we family. Nobody is, if I ain't calling you family right now, your bro, sister, whatever else like that, then that ain't what it is, right? <laughs> but um, yeah, we talked about that. We talked about them changing that money, which I think will kind of be a good idea. I didn't get to touch on because of um, too much about what is going down in Annapolis. There is a lot of things that's going on uh, on the table to um, create new laws and to enhance laws that we already have. And especially a lot of things that have a lot of relevancy, in my opinion, to the crime here and to the legal system here in Baltimore City, especially these 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 laws and in connection to like the youth. Uh, one of them I know that they got on the table is they think up to the age of 25. You know, currently in the juvenile system, um, the highest, the the oldest that I've ever advocated for in that system, I believe, was like 22. And that's because they still remained on juvenile probation. But then these individuals that were their age were a lot of times on juvenile probation 
and they will wind up getting locked up and then some type of way after a while you know they would transition them off into the adult system and adult um way or whatever but they're trying to make it where if it's any type of crime or anything else like that up into the age of 25 the juvenile system will deal with them and i believe also not to be able to receive like a federal uh type of crime or federal not a federal crime but a federal sentence for crime in the juvenile um, system would handle you or take care of you and i i don't know how i feel about that i'm gonna let y'all know next week but i know that is going on there's a lot going on with these lords and everything else like that my whole thing a lot of time with these lords is i be like they can't they change the laws but the people that are breaking the laws don't care about the laws so it's like they keep creating these laws on top of laws on top of laws on top of laws i get it I guess in a reaction of trying to address, you know, a, a lot of this crime or whatever, what can happen, but the people that's breaking the laws don't care about the laws. And a lot of times the people that get wrapped up or wind up getting that time behind the laws or these different sentences is people that just may have got caught up in that moment. Like even for us, like the gun laws and stuff like that. No, I don't think you should be walking around with a gun, but the reality is, you know, the culture, people are in Baltimore City, a lot of people might fear for their lives. I even had the door. Oh, I need a gun. What you need a gun? I need a gun. I, I need a gun, right? But it's like, I'll be the one that got the gun, ain't doing nothing, right? I just got it because I'm saying, like, I'm in fear. Not going to say I'll be the one. But I'm just trying to give y'all like the scenario on how it really be happening sometimes. It'll be the one that's not really, when I say I be the one, the one out here not really trying to break the law, even though me carrying a gun at that moment would be breaking the law or whatever, even though I'll be a registered owner. But let's just say I had a gun, right? And I'm carrying it. Then I be the one to be affected by that law. So then they didn't quote me with this gun and I get the mandatory sentence. Meanwhile, the murder and the killing with the gun or whatever, he ain't getting caught. He don't care about the law. That's why he keep on doing it. And he ain't getting the mandatory sentence. So that's why I be like kind of straight on the fence when I, cause I didn't seen things like that happen being so, you know, when I was working like in that arena down at the courts and stuff like that, advocating um, in that legal arena and everything else like that. So I'm like, no, I don't. I don't know. So I know I know laws are necessary and everything else like that, but a lot of sometimes these mandated sentences, and I know a lot of times they do that, like I said, to try to deter crime. So to give people that I better think about this <laughs> type of feeling. But of course, the majority of criminals don't think. So I think they try to increase the sentences to give off that to say, yeah, you know, if you get caught doing this or if you're doing this, then this is what we're doing and we ain't playing. But again, I've seen where a lot of those laws they create are not affecting the people that they want it to affect. It's not. It's not affecting. And I would think the same way I've been sitting around thinking and taking on the saying that these lawmakers and people that are in that room to make these decisions will get that, will start to realize that. 
They would, and they waste a lot of time, you know, I guess, arguing, trying to put all these laws or make them come into be. And the crime is still happening because the criminal don't care about the law. Anything y'all set out, they ain't worried about that. A lot of that is not going to affect those. And that's how it, that be a mess, y'all. See, they put, I'm one of them people. I'm doing what I just don't say people do. <laughs> they do stuff to address stuff. And then when they do stuff to address stuff, we complain about it, right? I'm one of them people. I do, I do, I do, I do. Um, But it's all good. Guess what? I'm Herman. And that is life. That is life. I'm ready to be up out of here, y'all. I hope I gave it to you. Like, you know, I know how. That's right. Your news, our views, there be a lot of things that be on my radar. And I'll be coming through here to tell you, keep your eyes open. But more importantly, with everything going on, y'all know I come through here just to give you that encouragement to tell you, you better live day by day. And y'all know I ran over the show, letting you know all what we was talking about. And it was talking about making history. Make history, y'all. You are living your legacy right now, right now. And potentially something that you are doing today, something that you're going to do tomorrow, or something you already have done is going to be in the history books. And you don't even know it. You don't even know it. You don't even know it. Like how I was saying at the beginning of the show, do you, I don't know. I don't think that when Bob Marley, when uh, P.P. Newton, when Dr. Martin Luther King, when when they were living, they did not necessarily know that they would be on it. in years to come and Black History Month that people would be imitating, they ain't know that. That's what they was doing. They just was doing it. They was doing it. They was doing their thing and they just was living and they was making history. They was living their legacy and they ain't even know. They ain't even know. They ain't even know that they would be a part of history. And even though, you know, those times is history, they in the history. <laughs> they in the history, right? They down in history and everybody know about it. That is what I pray for me and for you that no matter what you do, that you are making history, you are honoring yourself, stepping and walking in your legacy and reigning in your destiny. What are you doing? What are you doing to do that? There's a lot of things that we could be doing, right? There's a lot of things that is always going on. But yes, make history, live your legacy, and just do it. Just do it. That was my message for tonight. I hope I bring y'all some good old topics. Y'all was mad quiet up in here tonight, but that's all right. I still have my producer, Moni Mon, the CEO, wonderful of Be Exposed Radio, up here in the chats, giving me a couple of my mm-hmm, things I needed to know. We ran that commercial with the girl Mika up at the Style Lounge, 1734 Merlin Avenue. Make sure y'all get through there to get you some good gems. I'm telling you, she got everything shades. Headbands, pocketbooks, all of that, all that. And everybody is welcome. I'm telling you, it's an awesome often experience. You sit in there, sip your little wine, lounge on the little chairs, look at stuff or whatever. It just made me feel comfortable. Even with my insecurities and my fat and everything on my back, she definitely made me feel like I was that. So you definitely got to go up there and holler at Mika girl holla at mika girl shout out to all of the pisces yes all of the pisces 
who coming up next? Is it the, no, we had the Aquarius. We had the Pisces. I got to say, I told you, stop me slipping my mind. I know these Zodiacs. Who is coming up next? Well, whoever it is, guess what? Y'all up next. And the way that this, this year is going, it be like this every year, isn't it me? But every year is moving faster and faster. 2023, golly, we is in the third month already. It is March. It is March. And what I am happy about is early I was talking about the weather is that spring, spring, one of my favorite seasons, but it's really fall. It's really fall. I like summer too, but it's really fall. It's just something about sweaters and everything like that um, that I like in the different layers. Um, but every season is my season, honey. Every season is my season. I'm blessed to live with it. Yes, the next Zodiac sign that is coming up is Aries. Them arrogant Aries. Uh-huh. Up in the air. <laughs> I got to find out. I got to look through those months. I know I know some Aries. I know I know some, I know I know some Aries. But very fair. I can't think of nobody. Right now, I'm pretty good with birthdays, y'all. Even though different things just leave my head, I'm pretty good with birthdays. I can remember, if not the exact day, I remember the month. And if I don't remember anything, I remember your sign. So I can't remember no Aries, but I know someone for me to say them arrogant Aries. So it was someone because that is like deja vu. I definitely have said that before. So that is not new to me. That is not new to me. All right, y'all. I'm ready to get up out of here. I got. One, one minute, counting down on the countdown. Um, but just like I said, it's always a pleasure to come through here. Do what I do for you. Thank you for joining me. Y'all know the motto. Y'all know what it is and y'all know what it give. But it's more to life than dying. So uh, you're about to live. I'll be back next Thursday with you and with a guest, hopefully, if their schedule permits or life don't be life and how I've been life now. I don't know y'all but you know it's a pleasure this is my therapy to come through to encourage you to live 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 in the moment i hope y'all live for the show i hope y'all live for the show and i hope y'all live for the girl chance Rose, the empress lady cake mix i'll be back here next thursday just like i ain't never left y'all miss me y'all know how i say this year flying y'all know the week fly too so y'all going to see me again before y'all even know it. And I'm going to make sure I get to see y'all more, I promise. I know I keep going saying it, but I swear, I swear I'm going to stop, stop dragging my feet. And you stop dragging your feet too, okay? Make history. Legacies are being made. You better live. See you next week, y'all. God loves you. God bless you. Mm. No, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Goom, 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 a little bit, a little bit. The Style Lounge Boutique. For a different caliber of service, the Style Lounge Boutique. For clothing that fits your lifestyle, the Style Lounge Boutique. At 1734 Maryland Avenue. Trust me, you're going to love it here. Thank you.